the BTSE 365 Podcast. Niggas up when I jumped in the game. Young dude slayin', no boy that made him a name. With a style so simple, niggas couldn't understand. They like, what the fuck you doing? It's the shit that I'm saying. I done lived all the shitty niggas rapping about. And I address all the shitty niggas yapping about. Like these sucker ass niggas at the radio station. I ain't never had a song played in heavy rotation. They like got it at political shit. Serious shit, but still, that's some pitiful shit. Regardless if they spinning the shit Or just trying to hold a nigga back The streets still hearing my shit And my fans, they request my song Get the PD, neglect my song Trying to dissect my song Yo, got it, got the streets on lock I had a dream like Martin Luther King That the hate to stop All I ever wanted to do Was get in the game Make some music like you, you know But these niggas tried to ball the block Took something that nigga got the game on Hey, hey, what it do, what it do, what the business be like? It's the BTSC 365 Podcast. Appreciate you tuning in, wherever you tuning in, however you tuning in. And uh, I ain't gonna hold you long. I promise I won't. Not today. Not this time. Um, but we got to continue to fall out. We got to continue this conversation about Brian Flores and what's going on since then. Cause, cause now, now other people coming out, Hugh Jackson then came out and said, man, y'all ain't talking about nothing that I ain't already, you know what I'm saying? Tried to do. I'm glad this brother Stepped up and said something because, hell, I went to arbitration with the league too. I'm trying to, I was trying to get them to, you know what I'm saying, look into the issue that I had with the Browns because at the end of the year, after we done lost all these damn games, I got a little extra pay. And I know I don't get rewarded for that. So I wanted to know what the hell was going on. I'm saying. Then I get a contract extension after going one and thirty-one. Didn't nobody get told about that though. And they asked him why he stayed. He said, "Man, I got a staff. You know what I'm saying? I'm thinking about those guys." And he saw the plan and how everything was mapped out. They want him to lose games, and then year three and four, they want to start winning. Everybody who was there pretty much is still there except for him. <laughs> it's, it's, it's funny because he's he been white-balled. You know what I'm saying? He's been white-balled. They done blocked him. And uh, I heard him on the uh, the Pivot podcast talking with Ryan Clark and Channing Crowder and Fred Taylor. And he, they, they, the, the conversation came up about Mike Tomlin and, you know, he the only coach. He don't have a black coach now, but he don't have a black DC. He don't have a black OC. I don't think he got a black quarterback coach. Nothing like that. So it's like 
When he gonna put somebody in one of those positions? Andy Reid got Eric Bieniemy. Bruce Arians got Byron Leftwich. You know what I'm saying? Who you got? If he don't do it, shit, don't nobody else probably think they got to do it either. Then you got these franchises who play Caden. You know what I'm saying? They not really trying to hire these brothers. Hell, Jim Harbaugh just got an interview, a second interview in Minnesota. They didn't give him an offer. Now they want the offensive coordinator for the Rams. It's just like the offensive coordinator for the 49ers. He about to get a job in Miami more than likely. I don't know, though. It's hard in Miami right now. You got the owner being investigated for allegedly fixing games and offering $100,000 to Brian Flores. Oh, it's, it's being investigated. And Stephen Ross had a statement put out today. He said, with regards to the allegations being made by Brian Flores, I'm a man of honor and integrity and cannot let them stand without responding. I take great personal exception to these malicious attacks, and the truth must be known. His allegations are false, malicious, and defamatory. We understand there are media reports stating that the NFL intends to investigate his claims, and we will cooperate fully. I welcome the investigation. I'm eager to defend my personal integrity and the integrity and values of the entire Miami Dolphins organization from these baseless, unfair, and disparaging claims. Period. End quote. Hmm. I mean, that's a strong denial, but like Hugh Jackson said, what is somebody going to say? Yeah, I did it. <laughs> yeah, I said it. It, go back, it goes back to the old adage, you know, if somebody asks you, are you still beating your wife? What the fuck can you say to that? No. What do you mean you were? Yes, that means you are and have been. You can't say you did it, even if you did it. He gonna have to deny. He gonna he gonna force Brian Flores to to show the proof. That's what's going down, man. That's I mean, it's it's the proof is in the the actions. You know what I'm saying? It's it's clear as day. Marvin Lewis got his 18 years in Cincinnati, but Hugh Jackson had to go beg Marvin Lewis to get back on his staff after the Raiders when he didn't have a losing season. <laughs> now he's at Grambling. And he don't think he's coming back to the league, and I'm sure he won't get another, especially a head coaching job. Hell no. Like they say, people hire who look like them, who they like. You know what I'm saying? It's 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 all about it's all about who you know, the connections, blase blase. That's why it's hard for me to sit here and be like, well, Mike Tomlin, you ain't hired. Now I'm black offensive coordinator, but you didn't had uh old boy who came over from the Raiders that was an OC. Uh damn, I forget his name. Todd Haley, who'd been with the Cowboys and he was there during Romo's time, I think. And uh then he went to Kansas City. Then he ended up in Pittsburgh. And then you got this new guy. I don't even know who he is, but the offense hadn't looked good. 
And that's probably because Ben can't throw. But it's, it's, I mean, <laughs> it is what it is, man. This whole situation. I'm proud of Brian Flores. I keep echoing that. I keep saying that. But we're culpable. The fans. I heard it said on TV, like, and I and I told my brother this. I said, man, if the fans wasn't watching, then it would be a different ball game. 50 million people watched the NFC Championship game. 50 million people. Oh, shit. You think Dr. Pepper and Budweiser and all these folks ain't lined up to give some money to these NFL owners and their teams in the league for this TV time? You got to be shitting me, man. And, and the, the allegations against Stephen Ross – I mean, goddamn, this some mob type shit. You know, the mob was involved in throwing boxing matches and gambling and all that other type of shit back in the day. And the feds is watching now. All the feds is watching this situation. They rubbing their hands together like Birdman, hoping that the motherfucker fuck up. Oh, yeah, they hoping there's some basis to this. And I'm sorry, I just don't think Brian Flores is lying. Like, like, he didn't want to do this. <laughs> he had to. He had to. He didn't want to, but he had to. He might could have got a job somewhere. Houston might would have hired him. Minnesota might would have hired him. New Orleans might. He just interviewed for the New Orleans job. The day after going on TV, Telling everybody, <laughs> fucking, we ball. So, I'm not here to. I'm not here to re reiterate, well, not reiterate. I'm not here to restate the same thing we said on the last show. I'm just here to say, Stephen Ross probably gonna have to sell his team if the investigation comes to show that he was telling his coach to lose games. Because, I mean, I mean, you can't have that in your league, can you? You can't have a coach telling it. You got to lose these games. And just like my partner Rato said, don't no coach go into a situation. Like, don't nobody want to lose games. Hugh Jackson said it. What coach go out there coaching to lose? Because he'll never get another job, especially if he black. So Flores knew better. He knew better. Now, I'm 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 gonna switch things up. I'm gonna switch gears. Because I'm talking about Hugh Jackson. He's the head coach at Grambling, HBCU. Speaking of HBCUs and football, let me sip my yak. Hold on. Excuse me, thank you. <laughs> Jackson State University announced that their school will no longer participate in the Southern Heritage Classic. Now, if you're from Tennessee, that's a big deal. If you're from, if you're from West Tennessee, Middle Tennessee, Mississippi, any of that, it's a big deal. And it's, it's, 
came as a shock because it just came out of nowhere. You know what I'm saying? So there was a press release today. No, actually, the press release was from the 1st, February 1st, Electronic Mail. This is uh, the Division of General Counsel. It says, Notice of Termination, Southern Heritage Classic Agreement. This is from Jackson State. Dear Mr. Jones, on our, I mean, on or about November 8th of 2019, Jackson State entered into an agreement with the Southern Heritage Classic with uh, Summit Management Corporation relating to JSU's participation in the Classic. Since that time, the SWAC, which is the conference that governs Jackson State, uh, athletic, athletics, excuse me, says uh, since that time, the SWAC has entered into an agreement in which JSU's participation in events that JSU will be participating, excuse me, in events that conflicts with the Southern Heritage Classic, a cla- Southern Heritage Classic agreement. Now I got to stop there yet. Said conflict prevents their their participation in the Southern Heritage Classic. I don't. I mean, it's so vague. Therefore, this correspondence shall serve as notice of JSU's termination. Of his of his participation in the classic, they had three years left on their contract. Three years, and they just they just said fuck it, we quit. Now TSU came out and said Jackson State University's announcement that their football team will no longer play in the classic is an insensitive and irresponsible act that has far-reaching implications, goes beyond football. So, it pretty much they're just saying, you know, it's a lot of black businesses, small black businesses, large black businesses in Memphis and surrounding areas, but especially in the city of Memphis, that look forward to the classic. It's a lot of money being made in the city when the classic happens. They just had an attendance record last year. Now, of course, that's because you got Deion Sanders and Eddie George coaching against each other. But it's funny. It's it's funny that it's being put on the SWAC. I like how they did that. The SWAC has entered into an agreement. Not saying who they entered into the agreement with or nothing. Just the SWAC that entered into another agreement and they can't play this game no more. They've been playing the classes since 1990. Since 1990. And now after having the highest attendance, it's over with? Man, I I, I know people who've been going to the Classic since it started. I used to go to the Classic as a kid. Hell, I know I, I, I had a friend who was at the Classic a few years ago when it was thundering and lightning and they had to stay in the uh, Liberty Bowl. And under a tunnel and shit or, or whatever it was because it got canceled because of the weather. Memphis thrives during that time. It's the week after Labor Day weekend. 
people coming in from everywhere. And it's, I mean, it's a big deal. <laughs> it's a big deal. Tennessee State, Nashville, people coming from everywhere. Alumni, non-alumni, like everywhere. And so I'd like to know what's happening next. Like, I'd like to know what's the next domino to fall. Because this ain't just happening out of nowhere. You can guarantee Deion Sanders' fingerprints is on this somewhere. And see, what I didn't read in the TSU statement was they said they had no prior knowledge. They had to find out through a scheduler that this had happened. No conversation held. Nobody tried to call and discuss it and rectify it. None of that. In my personal opinion, I believe that the SWAC is now going to be in talks or already probably got like a handshake deal or the deal is probably done to where they're going to be playing an SEC school. I just got that feeling, man. Dion is trying to take his team, his program to another level. And he got, what, two, three more years while his son starting the quarterback. That's how long Jackson State got him. I don't care what nobody say. He either going to a another major D1 or he going to be coaching in the pros. But they got about two, three more years with him. And he trying to capitalize and they trying to capitalize why they can't. And the classic, yeah, it's great for Memphis. It's great for Tennessee. The state of Tennessee. But what does it do for Jackson State? Yeah, they fans come and all that, but Dion eye on the prize. Now, if it wasn't no co- communication between the two, that's bogus. Dion do a lot of talk. Prime do a lot of talk about, you know, the HBCU awareness and all that, and and that's cool. And, and Eddie George is a former pro, pro bowl player, like Heisman Trophy winner. Like Dion could have gave him the courtesy because I know he knew it was coming. And he might. I, let me not say he could have gave him the courtesy. The coaches could have spoken about it before the news hit. But it, but I'm telling you, this don't happen without Prime. If there was any other coach there, the Classic would still be going. But I'm telling you right now, mark my words. Don't be surprised if, because, you know, it's an FCS school and Division Two. for those of us who remember that's how it used to go. And those teams tend to play the D1 schools, and the D1 schools pay them a meal, a couple meal, whatever. Remember Appalachian State when they beat Michigan? Not long after that, guess what? They became a Division I school. And that's what Dion trying to do. He's trying to get his kids on a platform that's bigger than the Classic. As far as TV and money and stuff. Man, look, if they playing Ole Miss, Mississippi State, Texas A&M, Bama, LSU, Georgia, one of those schools, Tennessee, they might, man, If what if they flip the script and they play in Tennessee? <laughs> they go from Memphis to Knoxville. That would be wild. But I'm telling you right now, this ain't 
this ain't nothing that happened overnight. It might seem like it did, but this is a ploy. It's a plot. I'm telling you right now, just wait. It'll probably be March or April when the announcement is made that Jackson State has agreed to a two- or three-year deal to play Ole Miss or Mississippi State or even Alabama. Like, just, just watch. Don't be surprised. Don't please don't be surprised because then you're gonna be like, damn. Big tried to tell us. Big tried to tell us. So yeah, man, that's that's that that right there, that's tricky. That's real, real, real tricky right there. But uh like I said, I'm not gonna hold y'all long, man. Um Somebody texted me and said, what you think about Jimmy Garoppolo? And uh, I said, man, I think he end up in either Tampa or New Orleans. Um, both teams have some trade pieces, you know. So I think it's either Tampa or New Orleans. Pittsburgh sound good. But that offensive line ain't the best, so that's not the best for Jimmy. And Tampa's ready to win now. They 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 got a ready-made team. You could put a veteran quarterback in there. Now I don't know if Jimmy ready to throw the ball 35 times a game every week, but we shall see. So that's that's where I think he'll end up. That's what I think. Y'all be easy, man. Love somebody, hug somebody. Tell them you love them if you do. Check your mental health. You did. ETSC 365. Lord, 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 Lord. I remember hard times. Always find a way to smile. It was quiet Christmas time. No pretty lights around the house. They told me I was loud. Didn't fit into their crowd. Mama need a spouse. Daddy always in and out. Age 15, so the cage bird sings. One year later, seen the straight bird clean. All glitters ain't gold These evil niggas praying for your soul Walking through the fire, hell on God's green earth Take a seat, close your eyes, bow your head, say church